everyone. Welcome to the book over, our little book club where we talk about books, especially the ones that give us book hangovers. I'm Sarah. With me is Megan. Hi. <laughs> and today we are talking to Ian Moore. Hey. So excited. We are. And we hope you enjoy our chat with her. We talk about all things Ian Moore and her books and the book world. So enjoy. Good chat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being here, by the way. We're so excited. Yes. We are really excited. I was starting to get like kind of a little nervous when I was getting ready. I'm like, oh yeah, that's because I'm talking to. <laughs> it's true. She was, Sarah's watch, uh, read Ballers. Mm -hmm. So I had already read it. And I told her like my favorite character, like from the get-go, I said, oh, my favorite guy's Lake. Throw <laughs> <laughs> no, her off. Entirely off. That's hilarious. Well, I know her book boyfriend type. We yeah, were to that point where we know, like you know, like we know their her type, and so I was like, wait, and I was like, okay. So like, so the whole time I'm reading this series, I'm like, when's the turnaround gonna happen? Because <laughs> like, I was like, I think she's lying to me. Cause I'm like, I felt like, but I was even wrong though. Cause I thought you were a Ryan and you weren't. So I, oh. I, this, this is the, like one of the only books where I wasn't a Ryan mm -hmm. and, and I'm usually like, I'm a Johnny. Like it's mm -hmm. just not this one. I just, Hayes <laughs> man got me, Hayes got me good in the heart, uh -huh. which is very rare for me, but he's just special. That guy. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask, we've been talking about this for a while. And then this is probably maybe I mean, maybe I should ask it later, but I have to ask if you were to have written the series now, after you know the heights and and everything, would Lake have been in the harem? Like in like after with all the how everything's gone darker, like would yeah. you have? Do you think or is that was? I'm just curious. Like if now your mind would have like made him hmm. redeem a well, I know he he gets his own book later, but like would he have? That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know. I never thought of it. Um, when I was writing the ballers, it never occurred to me to have Lake in it. And I don't know, you know, maybe now it might be different because of how much darker books have gone now or because I've written Johnny and Johnny yeah. does some like messed up stuff. But I was like, I really love Johnny, but like, I I hated Lake from the beginning, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not, like, I didn't go out. I didn't, like, with Johnny, I didn't, um, I always liked him. I always knew I was going to turn him around. I never felt that way with Lake, so I'm not sure. Maybe, but hmm, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's a good answer. It was just something we were definitely pondering, like, in this. Yeah books have gotten so much darker and like you know you've gone from see the thing is two years ago I wouldn't have called ballers light bully I would not have said that I would have been like oh yeah. it's bully and now it's gone so dark that I'm like oh that's like a lighter bully. yeah <laughs> I know. So how like the times have changed with how we perceive dark books yep when you think like relatively speaking the things they do to her and in, in ballers Mm -hmm. is not definitely not as bad as like other books or like even the heights crew but it's um like like when am i getting allowed to give spoilers can i give spoilers spoiler zone okay so yeah. like when lake holds her down and and um draws the penis on her face oh, um, yeah. that's like is that like the worst thing he does i think i mean other than just the pictures. pictures yeah and the break oh. The break, okay, right. Yeah, that's, yeah. So I would think, like, that's more like it ruined her basketball-wise, which was, that was her, like, huge dream. Yeah. But, like, the other stuff is, like, more, like, heavy, like, life stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I feel like it was a heavier, just all of it with the family and, mm -hmm. and all the dynamics on that. Yeah. But the bully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, it's mm -hmm. funny how that changed, that changed, that's evolved, Megan. I didn't even, yeah. 
it, it just seems like yeah bullying and dark dark romance has gotten darker in the indie community it seems yeah mm -hmm. it's like everyone tries to push the envelope a little further like what else can i get away with? <laughs> and then we all love it yeah <laughs> and you're like readers are like I don't know if I like this. I do like that, actually. Like, I don't like it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and that's like, so, okay. Like, hush, hush. Mm. Can we talk about that? Let's do it. Because <laughs> that was amazing. And I that can't believe. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, and that was in an anthology, right? And then yes. released separately. So I don't know if I if I read that in an, in an anthology, I think I would have been pretty upset. Yeah, with that ending. <laughs> <laughs> I had bought the anthology, and I knew that it was gonna like turn into a series. That it was like headed towards a series. So I was like, I'm gonna wait until it comes you know closer till it comes out and i'm glad i did <laughs> but it was like the best lead into a series ever like and it's the oh, perfect thanks. way to be able to do a book like that and to have an ending like that without readers being upset because it's like leading into a series so it was it was mm -hmm. brilliant i mean did not see that coming at all i so I'll let, I'll let you in the part before I, I before I go too deep because I have a couple couple things I want to just like throw out there and just like kind of look at your reaction. Oh gosh, Megan! <laughs> like what's funny with the Pretty Little Dead Girl world? <laughs> I never. I always imagined like when I first come up with the idea in my head and was trying to figure out the storyline, it was always Eden's story. So, but when they came to me about wanting to be in this anthology I was like okay well I gotta think of something to write about and so that's how I did um her how I did Delilah's story and then I was like I'm just gonna go back and write what happens leading up to where Eden's story starts and then I'm gonna go from there so yeah I'm glad I did because I really liked her I really love her character and felt for how you know like what she had to go through but mm -hmm. it's just kind of funny that I you know I really was just gonna write from Eden on and have it be you know that her sister had that whole thing with but not go into it yeah and it just be like yeah. a complete mystery well you did a mm -hmm. great job of showing us what happened without showing us what, like leaving enough mystery mm -hmm. left yeah like, the, the way you balance that was like top-notch well I was just gonna say that I'm like even though I read hush hush beforehand like still reading um pretty secret no pretty lights pretty secret I know it's pretty little yeah. dead girls <laughs> <laughs> it, you know I still had no because I'm like yeah I know what happened to her and I liked knowing you know the relationship building and some of the characters and and everything but like i still have no clue what happened like yeah. i know what happened but i don't know like who did it you know and every, you know what i mean so it's just like it's still yeah. there's so much still in that web that's not known that so i'm like i feel like i'm in the know but really i don't know anything <laughs> yeah yeah i think that that's what's cool about i liked writing pretty secrets with the multi point of view so where the guys know more than Eden knows too. Mm -hmm. And she's just kind of like, da, 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 and like to the reader knows more because well, if they read Hush Hush, they know more mm -hmm. than they do. So it's, I kind of think it's cool. I don't I don't think I've ever done that before where the main character actually doesn't know as much as everyone else. And so the reader's probably going like, uh, hello, this already happened. <laughs> but right. she's just, you know, trying to work her way through it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's also great too for that reader who maybe didn't catch on that there's a prequel mm -hmm. too you know because then they're not gonna feel lost they're right there yeah. with Eden, you know so, mm -hmm. yeah and even with the the guys i'm all i'm still like i'm very white shoes there will be there's always there's a revolving on the list of who's on the top of the list and it's usually just depending on what's happening but yeah. I'm I'm pretty. Oh, well, I don't know. Actually, now that I'm rethinking, <laughs> <off of them. laughs> 
it's hard it's hard it's always hard to pick a favorite is that one of the did you always plan to write it multiple pov or did that come about after the the anthology that i think i usually like when i think of stuff i usually just think about it from you know the female protagonist point of view so i think to add in the multi point of view was just because um, you know, was specific to this story for me because it's, you know, I mean, I can write that way, but I think if you read my other books, they're usually just from the heroine's point of view, usually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to develop that kind of mystery more, I was like, I should do, yeah, I should do it the other way. So, I don't, yeah, hopefully it works. <laughs> it did. I love it. I'm really enjoying the the multiple POV. Mm-hmm. Is it hard to get into everybody's head like that? Or are you what's always in their head technically but only giving us the perspective of the the female main character usually I, I think I find it hard just because it's this is like one of the only ones that where I've written like a multi point of view so I tried to make them so complete polar opposites of each other that I wouldn't like accidentally slip into the other's voice you know so like Oliver you know being British and whatever I'm not going to be mistake him for you know Leo or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are very. I mean, they're all dark and like alpha, but they're all which I love. But they are all very different, which again I also love. I think that's really important to have, like, you know, a, the different. Yes, very yeah. different, different guys, and I love that. You know, going into it, especially when you have like a a darker book that the main character has a best friend. Mm-hmm like mm-hmm. with one of the guys in the hair I think it's just easier to deal with like a harder character like maybe a Leo for example when you've got somebody who you feel like is on on side yes yeah, yeah I agree and I think I totally did that on purpose because I was like people <laughs> um you know I think are gonna hate Leo but like I thought people were gonna hate Johnny more than they ended up loving him so like I don't know obviously <laughs> I really like Leo. Well, I like, I like all of them, but I do, I do like, you know, Oliver and Leo. I mean, see, like, I'm just like, I start thinking about one and then I think about the other one, but like, I like, I, I like Leo. I like his damage. Yeah. I like his, his anger kind of. Because, you know, like, I just like it when, like, someone's like that. And then when they finally, like, realize, like, they don't have to change, but they realize, like, when he realizes that instead of just saying something mean to her and walk away, when he actually realizes, like, that he's going to, like, talk to her, that's going to be, like, everything. That's going to be the, like, ah, moment, you know? So, like, that's like, you know, because, like, she's got the best friend, Oliver. I mean, I love, I love, like, all that going on with them, you know? And, like, Alaric's, like, the grown-up. I feel like you know but like you know but like there's something about like the Leo part of it but I guess then that makes him kind of like the Johnny too yeah 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 everyone to Johnny I feel like everyone forever is just going to compare everyone to Johnny because he's such a (laughs) character though I think that really speaks to to that character yeah well see but Johnny I had to work my way up of liking Johnny but then once I liked Johnny I liked Johnny you know yeah. like it just but it, it was the journey to get to liking Johnny so mm-hmm. it's like now as a reader I know that I'm on that journey when I can sense that like emotion in me that I'm like oh I'm on this journey I'm gonna like you you know like I yeah. like that kind of thing like that's why I've been like we, we were reading you know the Bonds at Tie series by Jay Bree and so like I feel that way about like Knox like I'm like I know I'm supposed to really dislike you, but like I can sense that I'm yeah. gonna love you. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, like, you know the author is gonna pull it off, and you're gonna end up loving that character anyway. So you're like, yeah. all right, I'm here for the ride. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I feel like I had that with Johnny very early on. Luckily, I just I love that whole fake dating, but kind of dating, but he. I just I I, I love that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then oh, I'll never get over that like scene behind the behind the clothing shop. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Johnny for a minute. He was such a fun character to write. And it's funny because like when Uppercut Princess first came out and Johnny got like a lot of hate, but 
obviously like I know where the story is going so I was like being kind of like mama bear because people were writing me and be like oh Johnny's so horrible and I'm like all right <laughs> I'm gonna fix it <laughs> yeah like Josie like, right, right. <laughs> That must have been so satisfying though when people started being like, oh, I love him now. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it really was. Yeah. Because <laughs> I knew he had it in him all oh, yeah. along. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the fun part as like readers when we have like a go-to writer, like there's so many now that like now that I've been reading for a while that I'm like, I just know like if I pick up an E.M. Moore book, like, yeah, I'm going to go on a journey but I know I'm in good hands, you know, like, you're not going to just like tear my heart out, smash it and just leave, you know, like you're gonna yeah. like, so it's like, it's just like one of those things like that. Now I have like a list that I know, like, okay, I'm fine reading this. Like, I know like this is, you know, drama and trauma and all that stuff's happening, but we're going to be okay. Or, you know, yeah. so it's, I think that's why I like reading, you know, the ballers afterwards all that why I was like with Lake expecting a switch just because I'm like okay it's a journey it's EM more like we're gonna yeah I had a whole storyline in my head on how he was going to be changed and like yeah. part, but, you know <laughs> redeemed you know so like, <laughs> but anyways anyway so and I was like nope <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he well yeah he did I did do you guys I had released the little short story with Lake and the girl. Yeah, so I mean, he does. He changes, and I I like where he ended up going with Ooh. this other girl. So yeah, it wasn't Tessa. Tessa wasn't for him, but <laughs> I like what you did in this in the last book. Like them, you know, they're not gonna be friends, but they did have like a good closure. Closure. Yeah together mm -hmm. that I was satisfied with that it was kind of refreshing to not be like we're besties now like it was just yeah. like you know okay we're we're okay kind of yeah thing. it was nice realistic what makes you lean towards writing a lot of sports romances I've noticed yeah, I, love I, <laughs> I love oh my gosh I love sports so much I could just I could watch whatever on TV I love competition I'm super competitive myself. Like, if you're like, oh, Aaron, I can do this better than you. I'd be like, no, you can't. I'll <laughs> show you right now. I don't know. Why. It's just weird. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I won't even tell the person I'm competing with them, but I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the best to get a leg up. Yeah. yeah. So well, bad. then, you know, it's like a safeguard. Too. I used to do that in school. Yeah. You know, I wasn't top of the class. So I would look around the classroom on like tests day and stuff. And I'd be like, I'm gonna do better than you like I'll do that in my head yeah. like my yep. goal was to do better than that one person I picked out and I wouldn't shoot high you know I wouldn't be like the A plus student it'd be like the other you know B minus yeah. student yeah. like you know <laughs> but, you know I would just be like I'm gonna get a better score than you and it just helps like <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> and like Growing up, my dad had like control of the TV. I don't know if everyone else grew up like that. <laughs> like my dad had the remote and you watched what he watched or you went into your room and read, which obviously I did a lot. But <laughs> I did watch my fair share of sports with my father. And so, yeah, I just, I've loved it from such a young age. I will like watch the most ridiculous sports like in the Olympics, that the curling there. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like so into that. I'm like, yeah, hit that thing. <laughs> in the center of that hole so yeah I just think it's so cool like you know the competition aspect and people you know work their whole lives to be pro athletes and they have such drive and ambition you know just take so much motivation I really respect that so mm -hmm. Well, it comes across really well in your books because like you like with me when I read something that's like a sport romance or something like if they if, if it's portrayed really well of how dedicated they are to the sport with their practicing and diet and everything like I kind of start like it helps motivate me too. Mm -hmm. like even me and got a 
voice message of me on the elliptical being like, if Tessa can work hard, I can do this for 30 minutes. Because that's like, like, that's why who I think of, you know, like if I'm reading that, I'm like, okay, if Tessa can do this, I can walk the mile with my dog, you know, (laughs) but it helps. And it's like, and I liked it like a lot, you know, it's not just the men in the books either yeah. you know it's our yeah. female or leading lady that is like right up there with the guys so I really I love that aspect of it I wish there were more female athlete books yeah um I would love to do it again and I don't know if you guys have heard this story but I've told it in my group before but I had a publisher and I pitched the uh, Tessa's story idea to my publisher at the time And they were like, no, no one wants to read about female athletes. And I was like, so this was like, I don't know, three years before I even wrote, probably even longer than that, five years before I wrote The Ballers. And so when The Ballers like did so well for me, I was like, I wanted to write her an email and be like, look at this. (laughs) I wish you could do one. (laughs) So maybe that's a big reason. That sounds like a reason why we don't see as many I mean, it's, yeah. we were talking about it and we we're like, first of all, there's not very many sports reverse harems in general, um, let alone female athletes. So it's, it's amazing that there's, you know, multiple female athletes yeah. and, and, and like with Dakota, she might not be like a typical athlete, but like knowing, you know, treasure hunting, that's like an extreme sport. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's like an athlete too. So I, I just, I love that aspect of, you know, these strong women in these roles. Um, great. Yeah. Like maybe like more male, do- I guess I write that a lot, don't I? Like yeah, <laughs> females, like in male dominated things. So yeah. sports, treasure hunting, and now the secret society. <laughs> yeah. oh, there you go. Exactly. That's a recurring theme. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm like girl power all the way. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We love it. It's yeah. great. We do. And then they're the center too, you know, they're the, of, of the group of the guys fall in love with her. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's, mm-hmm. it's perfect. So <laughs> you just made me think of with St. Clary's, the series. Yeah. And this is totally random. I love their house. Yeah. Like the description of their house. Like I want a vacation there or live there. Yeah. Um, so like. <laughs> How did you come up with that? Like, are you like just seeing stuff on TV or like what makes you go like, this is like where these people are going to live? Like, how did you come, like, how do you do that? Like for, so their house in that series, I was like, okay, they're going to have a view of the mountains and they're going to want to have as many windows as possible. Mm -hmm. So, and in my head, I'm like, I don't even know if this works, but I'm totally doing it. Like (laughs) all the windows and then even like, the bedrooms were glass but the but the blinds come down so yeah I don't I think I don't I just like dreamt of like what I would want my house to be if I live near this really beautiful scenery so yeah yeah because yeah. I can picture myself like flipping through like home magazines trying to like get the right but you don't it's all in your head and then like yeah it's like is it weird for you to think that other people are picturing it the layout and stuff I mean, I don't know, like, cause like I have a very, it's very like, I know the layout, the decor, the windows, everything. I have a very clear picture and I just like, Mm -hmm. it's so, I wish there was like a good way to like send you (laughs) what I'm picturing and be like, is this what you envisioned? I know, wouldn't that be fun? I would love that. Yeah. (laughs) Like a version of the Sims, but just with design. There you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think people like see in, in, in books, they'll be like, oh, this, this is exactly what I pictured for this book. And then everyone will be like, yes. So I think it's so funny that so often I think people like with characters or, or like houses, everyone kind of almost pictures the same thing. I think that's always really cool when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's true. I was actually just talking to somebody as like an architectural design or something on somebody else's group and like did a floor plan of like the house and then and then I commented and I was like kind of but some things would change because I didn't fully agree on one of the layouts of one of the floors I'm like "Mm, that's not quite what I envisioned but then I was like I'm picturing wood plant 
paneling in the study and this kind of fireplace. She's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm very much on the decor side of things, you know? So I was like, okay, like I could, I could you know, so it is fun when you're like, oh, okay, wow. People are like envisioning like the same thing. Cause sometimes it's not like, you know, you're not going into like, you're not writing a full chapter on just how this house looks. So just right. with like the few words that you do describe it with, it's just all of a sudden it's like, here it is. And it's just, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And it's cool. Cause even just talking about with you, I mean, I haven't written those books. I don't know how old they are, like two years, maybe. I don't know. I can go like, I know exactly what it looks like. I can mm-hmm. go back there in my head. <laughs> yeah. So how do you come up with um, the ideas for your books? Mm-hmm. like do they do does it just pop into your head do the characters start to speak first how does how does that come up? what's your process I usually the characters don't usually speak to me first I try to think of like I ask myself like a lot of like what if questions <laughs> like what and I'll start like what if there was a girl whose sister died like this is where I start from there you know what I mean mm-hmm. and like build on to it but it also is like because I've been writing so much enemies to lovers recently, I try to go with like, all right, so what could two people who be enemies and like how fascinating would it be for me to bring them together? Like, but make them complete enemies, you know what I mean? So I try to build it up from there. And then I think about the characters and then their backgrounds Mm -hmm. and, you know, try to come up with something really good. But yeah, I usually just start like, what if, what if this happened? What if that happened? Yeah. How long does that whole process take you? Like from like the what ifs to like the end? I think I build it in my head first and then I'll start, like I'll start ruminating on the story idea. Like I like lay up at night in bed sometimes just thinking that's like the time when I'm thinking about a story and trying to build it in my head it's usually at night when I should be sleeping <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah and so I'll just think about things and then I'll start getting a more sh- concrete idea of what I want to do and then I'll start writing it down and thinking of things like what do I want the girl's name to be you know does she is she in school like what's her occupation like sometimes those things are easier depending on like what I've come up with yeah um but like but it's different for all of them because like St. Clary's was born because I love the Curse of Oak Island show <laughs> on the History Channel um and I was like I want to write a treasure hunting our age and then I just had to think about what I wanted to do within that realm but yeah. I was like no one's ever done that before to my knowledge maybe they have but I was and I was like I think this would be super cool and and I always have you know like we kind of just talked about where the girl is you know everyone she's you know she's like um you know in a male dominated thing so you have this the other family and then you had Dakota and her thing so that was born from there so sometimes it's just things I see and then I'll start thinking and um trying to think with um pretty secrets it was just this whole idea of the secret society that really got me that I wanted to do so it was like okay if I do secret society what am I going to do and then just building it from there in my head and I'm, I've seen that you said that you've mentioned skull and bones a little bit being a yeah I love, yeah, do you, um, do you guys remember when the Stalls movie came out? Like, I think oh, it was Joshua Jackson one too. Yeah. We, we talk about him like every episode I feel like lately, but <laughs> yes, yes I remember that. I went through a yeah. huge love for Joshua Jackson. So yes, I've seen that movie. <laughs> I've loved him since Mighty Ducks. So yeah. like, we, yeah. we go way back. <laughs> yes. He's yeah, so I'm, you know, there's just certain things like I'm fascinated with and I'm like, oh, it'd be so cool. Like that could keep my attention for however many books I'm going to do, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So did you, did you think like, what made you dip? Cause I know you did a lot of paranormal starting out. What made you get into reverse harem contemporary and then 
what led you to start it's like a three-part question and then what led you progressively darker <laughs> yeah well so I think gosh I think because when reverse here first came out it was a lot of paranormal there wasn't yeah. really much contemporary and I'm trying to even think the first paranormal I read uh, I know it's like one of the oldies that everyone else has already read, but I just can't think of it. But anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> I started there. And then when like the contemporaries first started coming out and I was like, well, I've always had Tessa's story in my head because I told you I pitched it to the publisher. And I was like, well, before I even knew like reverse harem was a thing. And I was like, I could totally turn this into reverse harem. We have one girl on the basketball team and then there's four other spots. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like, I'm totally going to go for it. So it was just from like reverse harem getting bigger and like growing. And then I think I read a contemporary and I was like, okay, that's it. I'm totally going to write one, you know, because when you first think of reverse harem, I guess, because it's not the norm, you're like, it'll be easier to do in a paranormal setting because that's not you know normal anyways <laughs> so but it's, so it's kind of the challenge to do it in the first contemporary setting you know for me as an author to figure out like how am I actually going to make this work when this isn't the norm for everybody's relationships and mm -hmm. that was pretty cool it was fun <laughs> and I think that's just kept going from there um and then how do I get darker I don't know I think it's just based on like everyone else started writing darker and then I read you know I read in the genre and I'm like oh okay that was cool and they're pushing the envelope and I was like I can do that too so <laughs> just kept going so <laughs> I love it oh and have to ask sorry before I forget about my, one of my favorites ever Cole oh yeah <laughs> ever this is like, I need my scoop. But did you ever consider having him in Dakota's harem or was he never meant, never meant for that? You know, I totally did because I fell in love with him and I just, I still, I love him so much. He will get his own book eventually because I just will not let him go. But <laughs> I did, I honestly thought about it, but then I was like, I just, it didn't feel right for, mm -hmm. for Dakota, even though it totally could have gone there. But yeah, it just didn't feel right. So I was like, I love him. I love his character. And he's going to have mm -hmm. his HEA eventually, but it's just not going to be with Dakota. <laughs> so there was a chance because there was like, there was some chemistry. There, there like, is. Yeah, yeah, it was like a real day, which I kind of loved not knowing like yeah. if that would happen. Well, and I then when it, yeah, when it came all, when it, when we all got the like, oh, when we got the story, more of a story. Of what's mm -hmm. going on then it was like okay me you know but yeah there was so much yeah because yeah. i think he wouldn't like in his mind he wouldn't go there you know what i mean because yeah. of yeah. the yeah relationship but, so yeah i feel like he wouldn't get on with the guys as well <laughs> in a relationship <laughs> you're probably right about that <laughs> oh he's so great did you always plan to kind of break him out of the hype series or did he just kind of take on a life of his own he took on a life of his own I really yeah. thought because in the heights he's such a just like a side character you know max cousin and he just kept popping back up like <laughs> I was like yeah this is gonna be great and then when I was coming up with the ideas for St. Clary's I was like man it would be really cool if I tied it into the heights like just a little bit and I was like, well, I got to throw coal in there. <laughs> so. that, was epic. that was like a mic drop moment. I didn't see yeah. it coming. I was like, what? <laughs> what? And so does cute. he like come riding in on a four-wheeler or something? At the end? Yes. Yeah. Like there's like explosions, like the thing that yeah. blew up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. Well, has he been in the most, I'm trying to think, has he like made the most appearances? in in different series at this point or different books if you count like Finn and like the standalones with Jax yeah I think he must yeah he must be because he's in Heights and then St. Clary's and then Finn <laughs> and is he in Jax I think he might be in a little part of Jax like, like yeah like a little yeah so yep he'll get his eventually <laughs> I just love that though like Megan 
I, I mentioned this a lot. I fall in love with like the secondary characters, the ones that just show up to say that little thing to like put something in movement. And so yeah. I'm always the one that's like, I want this person's story. Yeah. So like when that actually happens or you see them more, you're like, oh, I just get so excited. There's been so many books where like, we'll be talking about it, like on the show. And I'll be like, you know who I really liked was so-and-so Megan be like, who's that? I'm like, oh, he told her this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, because that's just like, I like, I just like, there was a book I was reading, a series. And there was always, there was this one roommate in this series that was always like grumpy and stuff and like the the writer never she never wrote his own book and I pestered her I wrote her <laughs> email and I think I messaged her and I'm like when are we and I forgot I think his name was Devin I'm like when are we gonna get his story and she's like oh I'm not planning it and then she ended up ma- making a novella and oh, I put awesome. it in the box set and I and I, I was like I love this so much because like <laughs> you know he's like why is he so grumpy like I need to know this <laughs> like, <laughs> And then I'm like, I know. And he's like my favorite because he's like this like little side guy. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. I love him too. All yeah. the side characters. When that happens, which brings me to some side characters in Hush Hush. Now, okay. Mm-hmm. Now that we know that Hush Hush wasn't originally planned, some of my theories are kind of trickling away in my head. But I have, <laughs> will we see some new characters that maybe, you know, we haven't seen yet? I have one in particular in my head. Okay, give it to a me. Cousin, maybe, of somebody. I yeah, I liked his character, and then I didn't write him into Pretty Secrets at all, did I? Yeah. <laughs> and 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 it made me suspicious. I can't tell if she yeah if you're throat trying to throw us off or not. I don't yeah. know. Like I have a theory about him, so. Um. I'll, I'll hear it. What is it? <laughs> well, I, Megan, do you remember the full theory? Because <laughs> I, remember, cause I was like, he was such good friends with her. Like, you know, he was like yeah. buddying up. But like, I always felt like there was just something off of that. Like maybe he you was know, into her. Like he, he was into her, but because his cousin was there and like his uncle was helping him be at the college and stuff, but he wasn't part of the society. Like, I'm wondering if he wasn't there that night and he was involved with her being pushed over. Mm. I'm wondering if he's not. Because there's a couple of times where Eden, I think there's this time where she was like, oh, I know that voice, but they never said who that voice was. Mm-hmm. For you, never sorry, you never said that yeah. voice. Was. So like, I'm just like, like is that the voice? You know, like there's just like a couple of times where I'm like, where is he? But since like now that I know that Hush was was written after, I just because we've seen um oh I'm drawing a blank on his name. It starts with a D, right? Damien, Dimitri, Devin, right? Devin. Is it Devin? No, the is. boyfriend. Oh, Delilah. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Keegan. We've seen him, but we haven't seen his cousin who used to always be with him. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so he's a suspect. Yes. (laughs) I also, I'm scared if I say a theory in a public format that it like, what if it's right? (laughs) What if it's right? I'll, uh, I'll keep a straight face, hopefully. No. <laughs> I'm going to say it. What if could, well, we just got to, well, I know it was, it, it was her love story and, but like, it would be really interesting. I don't know if a sister might end up falling in love with her sister's ex. <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> it's not bad because no, she mentioned no, that not. to me, and I was like, "Yes, he needs to be saved." <laughs> I'm like, "What if, like, you know, they both loved her so much, and like, what if they're forced into some kind of situation by the organization together, and they fall in love?" So that's one of the theories that I have been floating around is that like he'll end up in the harem. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, it's possible that he's going to save her at the end, right? She's hanging there and then like, I, he's got to be there, right? He's part of the group for all You his... made me fall in love with him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. That's why I'm saying that maybe he'll save her and be like, no, this isn't cool guys. And like, take her away. <laughs> <laughs> what 
listen, you, you, you can't, you just left, you left this, this sad. It just got so good where they were like the, the oh island God. and the yeah. castle and the everything and then boom. Then boom, I know, it was <laughs> mean. <laughs> but again, brilliant. And I, and, and I do love it. I do love it. But now he's just kind of there and, you know, being kidnapped and he's sad. <laughs> By the way, that was great. I love that. How he was like, oh, maybe. Yeah, Oliver and that was wonderful. Wonderful. Those are so fun to write. (laughs) Great. I hope he does more crazy, like, in a ball the staff. (laughs) I'm just picturing, like, everyone being like, oh, God. Like, what's he doing now? Like, I just figured, like, his staff is going around, like, shaking their head at him. Like, what is he doing? (laughs) What are we going to do about it? (laughs) Diplomatic immunity. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was. That was, yeah, that was wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, you were really good at keeping a straight face. I didn't get any of the verbal... (laughs) The ver- or non-verbals I was looking for. Well, you will definitely see Keegan in book two, if that helps. If that helps. Any, yeah. any little bit help. And maybe, maybe some other characters. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> when will we know? How long do we know about, you know, stalkers that might have been involved in pictures? Well, that could be the cousin. It could, could be, be the cousin. He was slightly obsessed with her, I feel like. And then he'll move his attention on to his the sister. <laughs> this is what we do. We like to sit and theor- just theorize. Yeah, I like and it. it and overthink it all. <laughs> well, I love that the book lends itself to that. There's nothing more fun than a book where you can sit and like die, you know, dissect every little piece and be like, I think this happened. I think this is going to happen. It's really fun. And I think yeah. that's part of the great experience of reading it as it comes out. Cause there's like this whole movement of like waiting until series are finished. But I feel like what's the fun in that? It's so fun to like live read it and talk to people yeah. about that. It's almost like yeah. going to the movies. It's like having that experience with people. Yeah. So I love when books can do that. Like make us think all these crazy, like <laughs> crazy things. Yeah. yeah. And because you read other books, you're like coming up with like crazy things. Like they could do this or like. <laughs> Anything's <laughs> possible. Like, it's just like, yeah. Well, and that's like the nice thing. Like I'll like scroll like the group feed, you know, on Facebook and like now and then I'll see a post and like the first sentence is hear me out. And I'm like, yes, what is this? Whose theory yeah. is this? What book is this about? You know, I'm like, yes, yeah. I'll hear you out. You know, <laughs> like I don't always respond to them, but I'm always like, yeah, I like, you know, it's, it's fun. And Megan and I all the time too, we are constantly what if, and then like, she'll say something. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that angle like (laughs) right yeah it's fun (laughs) it's fun and then it ends up you you just really overthought it but but you know experience like you said it's experience it's the whole journey of (laughs) do you like because like you're planning you're writing you're thinking about all this do you have like a sounding board or do you have like do you just like yell out at home like hey what this happened do you think that would like like do you have that or do you just like wait and like tell like your betas and and stuff um no I talk with my husband all the time it's just him and I at home um so like I'll what's what's actually super funny is I will like you know throw things at him and then he'll be like oh you could do this and I'm like no like (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I don't know how he puts up with me whatever he says I'm like no like (laughs) but he's like bound and determined like one day he's gonna like get his say in the book you know (laughs) and he has helped me a few times but more often than not he'll like you should do this and I'll be like I wasn't even thinking that (laughs) you're taking it way too far left yeah (laughs) we'll like we'll like argue about it because he'll be like well then why did you ask me and I'm I just need to know if it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love how invested he is. And I know that he does a lot of your covers for you, which I think is so cool because you have fantastic covers. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he, yep, he does. And, you know, it just started out as a thing because being, you know, indie author can get quite expensive, especially when you're not making any money in the beginning. So he really just taught himself how to do it for me. Um, you know, he didn't have any like prior experience. And so like, as I've written more and more books, like he's like, whole thing has grown, you know, and gotten better and better. So like, we're almost like going together, like, you know, getting better and better, you know. I thought that he had to have been a graphic designer and it just like worked out. I'm like, oh, she, good, good good marriage match there. (laughs) Right? No. Yeah. He just, yeah, he only just specifically started doing it for me because, you know, covers are like super expensive <laughs> to vending. Mm, yeah. Like I said, when you're not making any money. So like the first book I wrote um, that wasn't with a publisher. So I did, I was with a publisher first under my like, well, I say my real name. It is my real name, but like I have my husband's name. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so they obviously did the covers, but I was like, I'm going to do indie I want to, you know, have like all the control over myself because I had like some like ne- negative experiences as a publisher. So, and he was like, oh, well, let's, I'll do it. Like, I'll figure it out. I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love so he that. Did, um, I don't, this is like real old, but the Chronicles of Cat series, it wasn't mm-hmm. reverse harem. That's my first foray into like indie authoring okay. <laughs> yeah and then um and then I did Ravonically Vampires that was my first RH way back 2017 wow OG yeah <laughs> uh, I was thinking about it yesterday I was like oh my god that was five years ago like I just I don't know <laughs> crazy. Crazy. it's crazy yeah Mm-hmm. sorry I was like just doing math I'm like five years ago like, <laughs> like, like two years ago <laughs> like, I know well yeah because we like we won't talk about the unspeakable years we just had so it only feels yeah. like it's been like two years <laughs> right yeah right yeah there's a gap in the scene yeah. <laughs> right exactly it was just those that didn't happen through <laughs> that so I gonna ask? I, I could ask a question. <laughs> I have one for like someone who's new to you. What what series would you recommend for like a first first timer? I usually will recommend the Heights Crew just because that's like it was like a breakout series for me, and it's by far my pop my most popular. I think so. Um, I feel comfortable in thinking like, hey, that must be a really good one. <laughs> so yeah. I usually would say start with Uppercut Princess. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Do you have a favorite of your like own? Like, is there like a series of yours that you're like this one like just holds a little bit more of your heart than the others? Uh, yeah, it's probably not good to say that, right? But it's <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Like taking a favorite child. I don't know. You're probably not the right? idea, but <laughs> I I love the ballers. Like I will just love Tessa. I think we talked about it earlier. Like her have to be like this great um, female basketball player. Just really is like I don't know. Hit home for me. And I think I cried the most while writing those books. I think just a whole bunch of things. And and then I told you before, like when someone told me I couldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah. Like no one will read those and then I was like well I'm gonna do it anyways and then people really you know really enjoyed them I, I would say probably more so than my paranormal people know me more for when the ballers hit than mm-hmm. before when I was writing my paranormal stories so yeah and it's a really cool story that the publisher like said no one would like this and then you showed them yeah <laughs> good for you and yeah and you won so that's another <laughs> like, the thing like you won that you won yeah. that yeah. for yeah. sure and I think I really yeah it really feels good actually but I, 
I've had several times felt like I would write them an email because but like that's one of the reasons that I have a difficult time with like traditional publishing now is that they're they're gatekeepers for a lot of things and they have a lot of misconceptions about what people will read like so I went through the whole part process of like querying agents querying publishers and they'll say things like you know oh no one reads vampire stories anymore well yes they do you know <laughs> just because twilight came out and hit it big like people are still doesn't matter <laughs> it's not over yeah. like vampires will always be big like certain things like that that they like to say well we won't we can't buy this from you because it's vampires or we won't buy this from you because no one's going to read this story about a female athlete so that's one of the reasons why I'm like I would prefer to just write what I want to write and then let the readers decide mm -hmm. if that's something they want to read or not mm -hmm. yeah I love that I think that's what draws a lot of us to independent publishing it's because it yeah. has all those topics that you know get taken out when it comes to published books mm -hmm. I feel like there's more, way more creativity and just newer story better story mm -hmm. I don't think it's better but no, but there's like a much wider I mean just thinking of like the days where I scroll through Kindle trying to find like I'm craving this type of story and then you like you yeah. search you know those keywords and like all the options and you're like oh well <laughs> I didn't even yeah. know that this was like I was picturing like two books available you know right. especially when I first started reading on like the, my Kindle app I was like I didn't know that this was even a thing and I just on a whim searched it I'm like okay <laughs> you know so <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like the invention of ebooks has just been such a great amazing thing um my i remember like remember barnes and noble came out with like the nook first and i, I got the it was like 500 dollars, i think mm -hmm. and my husband got it me for christmas and i was like crying and i was like oh my god i got a nook like <laughs> you know read all my stories on there <laughs> Then of course, Amazon, the juggernaut that they are, they're like, well, here's the Kindle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just and accidentally just dropped my Kindle today and the sound I made, <laughs> like had my husband looking at me like, who are you? And I was like, is it okay? Cause like I used to read on my phone, but it was killing my eyes. So yeah. I was like, I need, I have a paper white. I love it. I love that. I take, I, I bought a purse that fits. It's a little bit bigger than it. So it will fit in the purse. Yes. Like, I'm like, that's what I do now. Like, it's like, will my Kindle fit in it? Okay. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Did you always want to be a writer? Is that, was that always your, your, your career path? A hundred percent. Yeah. I think I grew up, like I said, like my dad had to hold the TV. So like, if we didn't want to watch sports, we had to do our own thing. And so I was, I like read R.L. Stein books. He was like my number one. Um, and then, you know, gradually went from there, like L.J. Smith books and, and then Twilight. I still love Twilight. I don't care. I love Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> and I think just I don't know I've just always been such a reader it was like a natural mm -hmm. progression I don't know in my mind and I've always been writing little stories because I'm like oh I would read like this R.L. Stein book and I was like I'm gonna write like this horror story about a camp and something like <laughs> so I would have I have like some, like stories at my mom's house that I started and stopped and I think I was in high school and I wrote my first like what would be like a novella right now and I was like you want to to my parents well you want to read my story you know <laughs> yeah and they being the sensible people that they were were like okay but you have to go to college you can't just be a writer which is different now so I'm 40 and so what was it like as I was growing up like being an independent you know publisher wasn't really a thing that you could do really it wasn't since Amazon kind of made it big so I have a I I'm a certified to be a librarian so that's what I was doing wow. before yeah went to school to be a librarian that's awesome yeah <laughs> so I was like books 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 right that's my thing so um 
And I did that for, you know, a long time. And then I was like, well, I really wanted to give my, give it, you know, the full-time author a try. And I had not, I hadn't really made money. Like I hadn't, I didn't have like a solid fan base where I was like, it'll be cool. Like I'll be able, I have enough money to make this work. I already have a fan base. I like had nobody. And I was like, I quit my job January, 2017. I wrote Ravana Clan like that year and I was like, all right, I'm doing it. (laughs) Wow. Five years later. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thankfully it all worked out, but it could have gone the other way. (laughs) (laughs) But your writing is so great though. So I don't think it could (sighs) have. Too good to fail. Camp horror. From high school, maybe you should revisit that because that sounds like a really cool book. Yeah, I would read. There a little romance in there. I'd be in there. I, that <laughs> I know, like, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a little short story. Horror. I would <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep. I love R.L. Stein. Oh my gosh, it was. I got. Have you guys read his book? I'm talking about like the Fear Street books, like yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. I'm a little too old for Goosebumps. But like the Fear Street was books were my jam. I love them so much. Um, he just had those movies come out on was it? I was Netflix? gonna say, did you see the Netflix? Yes, did I did. It? They were so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they did it well. Oh, it was yeah, and that just made my like. I was like, I got a little emotional watching them because like those were literally all my teenage year. Like that's what I did. I and he put out a book. I feel like every month. Like he was so quick um like before being quick was a thing he was right <laughs> yeah yeah because I think is he published by like Scholastic I think so I don't know how they did usually you know traditional publishers don't do that let you put out a book a month but they did with him so it was there was like my childhood and I like when my, the first movie came out I think I just sat there and cried a bit and I was like okay I'm ready to watch it now like <laughs> that's understandable yeah 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 Yeah. so yeah I'm just gonna keep that thrown out there I think that would be one well that that was an homage (laughs) (laughs) so it totally leads into my question because I was so we know that you're working on the pretty pretty dead girl pretty little dead girl sorry I'm horrible I am horrible with like all these series names and then like and the book names, I get them mixed up all the time, just like people's names. I'm horrible. Oh, I can't even remember my own, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, after this series, do we have, yeah. do you already have plans for what's coming next, or are you more of like a one series at a time kind of writer? You know, I'm beginning to learn that I really should just write one series at a time. <laughs> Last year, I wrote like um, Rejected Maid Academy and I wrote um, like Finn and Jacks on them at the same time. Hmm. And I wasn't too much of a fan of that because I like to immerse myself in the story. Hmm. That said, I do have something coming up. I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> something. Okay. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I have to write the third Rejected Maid Academy book. That'll come out sometime this year. I need to write Cole's book. I don't know if that'll come out this year, like maybe the beginning of next year, but. <laughs> um, and then I also want to like go, I want to do like recover some of my old paranormal books and see if I can't like read some life into them and maybe like go back through them because, you know, hopefully I've grown as a writer so I can go through, make sure they're, you know, up to like what I write now. And then like re-release them into the world because I do think they're good books. Most people don't know me for them, but I do like their stories. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I love when when series get makeovers. It's great. Yeah, yeah. They need makeovers. So hopefully I'll I would like to do that soon, sometime this year to relaunch them. Like so hopefully. <laughs> it's just time consuming because I have to like go back through and reread it because it'll be it'll be like a new story for me I'm like oh I forgot I did (laughs) yeah I would think at this point you've written so much yeah yeah (laughs) well 
I know we're really looking forward to the rest of Pretty Little Dead Girls and then everything else in the future, especially yes. Cole. <laughs> you know, I'm enjoying going backwards too. Cause like I started, I had, I did the Heights crew first, I think. And then the, the football, the, is it Springfield or Spring? Spring Hill Blues. Hill yes. Blues. Yeah. One. And then like St. Clary. So like, I'm kind of like, I feel like all over the place yeah. and it yeah. was the baller you know so I'm like I'm just all over the place so I'm like I'm okay with just hopping around a lot but uh, yeah like they're, they're yeah ballers and safe haven academy um the mm -hmm. duet that I wrote those are like the only ones that aren't really like connected in a way <laughs> even though the other ones you don't have to read them connected wise but it's so funny because like I wrote Spring Hill Blues and I couldn't let go of Oscar and I was like I gotta put him in a book and that's like he the whole high school started from Oscar it wasn't even like Kyla I was like I gotta figure out how to put this guy in a harem <laughs> so Love then I thought of Kyla so and then from the Heights crew it was Cole and I was like I gotta put Cole in a book <laughs> <laughs> and then Cole kept going <laughs> I was like nope <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. So the characters take on on lives lives of their own. Yeah, definitely. Like Oscar didn't even show up until the um second book in the Spring Hill Blues duet. So, and like just from the minute that I came up with this character, I was like, oh my god, I just love this guy, and he's such a jerk in that book. But like, I, could, I don't care. <laughs> I have to. I had to. <laughs> right he's not even the big the, the the biggest jerk at all in the heights crew right yeah exactly. <laughs> he's like tame compared to the other <laughs> i don't mean to jump around but i'm sorry this question just came to me i have to ask was magnum always going to be in the harem too was that always or was oh yeah I, right. I was yeah i, I didn't see him coming there. i believe i usually can can see the harem coming but I he he kind of took me by surprise which I loved he yeah did. he took it I yeah. he didn't take me by surprise I really I, I felt like I wanted him there yeah so I wanted him there but like I just didn't the first no but I think there was hints there were some hints I felt like there was some lingering looks or something there was a hint here and there or am I just mm -hmm. not I feel like there were hints well like at the end of uppercut princess he helps her um like because something did she get shot I don't know there's like the shootout at the end of our yeah, he like, he like yeah. got her out of there mm -hmm. yeah. and there's like they do have like a little moment um but that right, was because first... he got shot right didn't he get Maybe shot? Was he got witnessed, shot. like him like taking care of it and then there was <laughs> sorry <laughs> of them got hurt <laughs> there was a shootout <laughs> I think it was him and she was like you're bleeding and he's like eh, it's fine yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it happens <laughs> it happens a lot yeah so he wasn't originally planned I think he, that was the first series I wrote where like the harem wasn't like well I'm gonna say this but like known from the beginning like before I'd only written the harems like they were all friends before so like the ballers and Safe Haven Academy too, they were all friends. And so this one was like so much fun to write because it was like, they don't even really all like each other. And it was like, trying to build and how am I gonna get to make this work? It was like quite a challenge actually, but I do like writing that way. And that's why I brought it back into the Pretty Little Dead Girl series yeah. for Eden where they don't like each other either. <laughs> so it's a, how am I gonna make this work? <laughs> but I do think, yeah, I think from the beginning Magnum he was gonna be in there okay I love that though I love not knowing and I do love when they aren't all just like besties to begin with and they kind of yeah. get broken by by the the lead mm -hmm. it's always exciting it is like it is more like from the writer's point of view for at least for me like it is more difficult to do because you have to think of so many things you know like they how am I gonna bring them together if they literally stand each other and like for the for the girl too not to be like okay like you two are ridiculous you know what I mean like if they're fighting all the time 
So you had to bring them together in like a in a, in a common right. ground for at least so. Like a common goal. Yeah, common goals. Yeah. Common person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that one. Like you know, the leads. Like you two are just stop. You know, and then I like that like development because even with like you know, um, like a lark knows Leo. Like, right. know each other you know and so like it's like you, there is a, a relationship there just because like they have a past that we don't yeah. know of them when they were around each other before you know so like I like how that's like still connected and then we just get to like figure find out as you know um he's together I like that kind of thing yeah and yeah it's fun they earn it too they're earning that full found family thing right totally yeah it's fun to see them do it too like them come to terms and like not just with the girl but come to terms of like okay like it is pretty cool to have these other guys there too yeah not just you know be with one person yeah yeah exactly yeah the whole exactly found family the whole yeah mm-hmm. it's, I do love that and to feel deserving of that for like maybe a character like Leo <laughs> exactly <laughs> well thank you so much for answering all of our totally random questions oh you're welcome <laughs> and letting us fan fan all over and yes. theorize all over I know sorry we were totally fangirls this time and we're kind of all yeah, over um, the place <laughs> like I, I'm trying to put this in my professionalism scale it's going pretty low going pretty low <laughs> okay because I want sense. listeners to be like yeah I would have been the same way <laughs> that's the charm that's the charm have charm <laughs> but yeah thank you Erin for joining us um and I am looking forward to seeing if anything we said about our theories come to come true. <laughs> so like, maybe, I don't know, reappearances. We'll see. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you guys asked me to be on. I have fun. Oh good. <laughs> Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to the book over, and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Okay.